Exodus 27, going to read verses 20 and 21. And thou shalt command the children of Israel that they bring thee pure olive oil beaten for the light to cause the lamp to burn always. In the tabernacle of the congregation without the veil which is before the testimony, Aaron and his sons shall order it from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a statute forever unto their generations on behalf of the children of Israel. We need fresh anointing right now. We need fresh anointing in our day and age. With that in mind, I would like to preach for just a little bit. They bring the oil. I want you to lift your hands and lift your voices across this room and I want you to ask the Holy Ghost to minister. Come on, I'm gonna turn my microphone off. I want you to lift your voices up loud. Let's fill this house with prayer. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord before you're seated. May be seated in Jesus' name. While most of us are from the Midwest, we were recently reminded via news the devastating effects of when a storm begins to rage amongst the coast. It would crash irregardless of what people desired, irregardless of what people hoped for. You can see the effects possibly behind me if they're able to share this, the, the imagery of a storm as it was devastating our coastline only a couple of weeks ago. And while it might not have affected our houses it did affect our brothers and our sisters. And it did affect God's children, whether they go to a church you know about or not. We were reminded quickly what a power outage can look like when over a million businesses and homes were left and the landscape was dark. I have a question tonight. Has anyone here ever been in a power outage? Come on, raise your hand if you've ever been in a power outage. I was, I was trained as just a small child to be prepared for a power outage. Now, I was never in a hurricane. I've never lived on the coast like that. I've never been in that area of a hurricane. But we've been in some great storms, and I've been through a tornado or two. And I know what it is to go through a thunderstorm and lose power. You ever find out how much you take power for granted? <laughs> when it's gone? I was taught as a young child to prepare for a power outage and there was no greater individual in my life for that than my grandmother. My grandma Carson, where I'm from you say grandma, not grandma. 
by Grandma Carson, always in her house was prepared for the lights to go out. And in fact, I think because of her upbringing on the farm, she actually preferred candlelight over electricity. And it was there in her house that I became acquainted with the kerosene or the oil lamp. In fact, recently on a trip to Illinois, I found this very lamp. This one here is the very lamp that would set in her room on her bedside all of my childhood. I can't tell you how many times I watched Grandma light this old kerosene lamp. For most of us, it is not a thing of beauty, but for some of us, it holds some real memories. My creative lead did not even know what it was called. Had to educate her. Here's what I found, Brother White. I can't tell you how many times that thing was burning when I'd show up as a kid. But I never showed up one time where that thing lacked oil. I never watched her put oil in it. I just never showed up when it was not there. My grandmother lived prepared. Prepared for anything that might happen. Ladies and gentlemen, we've been in a storm. I have, no, I have no intention of magnifying a pandemic that we're already 16 to 18 months into. But I have every intention of magnifying God's responsibility for the church. We have been in a power outage of sorts. We have been baptizing fear and calling it caution. We have been allowing politics to enter the church. North, south, east, and west. The church has one mission. Our church is to be the church of the living God. And power outages cannot be a part of who we are or how we assemble or what we do. Calvary Tabernacle is used to hearing this but I want everybody in the building to know, I do not want to play church in this hour. We cannot afford to play church in this hour. We cannot afford to play Bible college in this hour. Preachers, we cannot afford to play ministry in this hour. But there will not be a flame if there is no oil. We need a supernatural demonstration of God. But here in Exodus 27, the demonstration had been the speaking of God's word. Too oft we need a sign that it might replace a word. You don't need another sign to prove that he is Jehovah Jireh. If he never does another thing, God forbid, but if he never heals anyone of COVID, if he never dries up another cancer, if he never, 
if he never fixes any more eyes or ears, if nobody, if he never does any of it, he has already proved time and time and time again that he is Jehovah Jireh. He is my provider. He has proved to us he is Jehovah Rapha. He proves that he is our healer. So I would tell you, we do not need a sign from God. We needed a word from God. And in this instance, God told the priesthood, I'm gonna give you a word, you produce the sign. We're not all powerful, he is. But there's no one he loves like us. We are his church. We are the apple of his eye. He told the priesthood, here's what I want you to do before the veil. Before the veil, I want you to get that candlestick. I want you to have them bring thee the oil. Most of my life, I have believed that it was entirely the preacher's responsibility. That is not what the word was. The word said, you tell the church, bring the oil. You tell Israel, you bring oil, I'll keep the flame going. You bring the oil, I'll keep the flame going. I feel it like I have never felt it before. We need it from the platform, but we also need it from the pew. You come bring in the oil and we'll do our best from the podium to make sure the fire keeps. We don't have a problem with material. The material is good, but unless we get oil brought. What are you saying, Brother Carson? I'm saying the responsibility of oil is not the responsibility of the priest. We need men and women of God and we're blessed here at Calvary Tabernacle but maybe you hail from another church tonight or maybe you are one of the home folks. So I'm gonna talk to every member of laity and lay ministry tonight and tell you that while we have to preach oneness and while we have to preach righteousness and while we have to trim the wick and keep the flame, we need oil from the congregation. We need men and women of God. And not just any oil. We need pure oil that has been produced in prayer. We need pure oil where a saint is down on their face before God, squeezing the oil out a little bit. We need oil, we need oil, we need oil. Let me preach to the home folks for a little bit who know what I'm talking about. How many were here on Sunday when Chris Stoner took off running across this place? For those of you that were not here, let me tell you about fresh oil from Israel. On Sunday night, Chris Stoner's son had just been in the hospital, diagnosed so bad with pneumonia that they life-flighted him on a helicopter to the ICU at Riley. We went to thundering in prayer, but it wasn't just a preacher. Wasn't just a ministry team. He hit the prayer list and the saints of God went to praying. That mama and that daddy, where's lady and Chris Stoner? If they're here, I want you to wave right now. Here's the deal. They started praying. We started praying. All of a sudden, how many remember? The doctor told him, we never send anyone directly home from the ICU. 
We don't know what happened. We know. We know. And on Sunday night, totally out of character, Chris just went running across the front of this. And when he did, it lit a flame in this place. He brought the oil and we watched it burn. He brought the oil and we watched. Men and women of God in this house, whether you're ever called to preach or not, you're called to carry the oil. This morning at, this morning at 7 a.m. Zoom prayer, Christina Tiller, I don't even know if she's in the house or not. You sign on there any morning. Any morning, there's a host of people praying. She has no plans of getting up here preaching. She has no desire, but I sign on on seven, about 7 a.m. and I see her, she's just carrying oil. I hear her voice ringing over, and she'd be embarrassed by me saying this, but across the Zoom line, I just see her bringing it. I just see her carrying the oil. And Can I tell you what that does for me as a pastor? It makes me think I'm gonna trim the wick again today. I'm gonna go ahead and, I'm gonna make sure the fire is, I'm gonna, Come on, preachers, don't you know it's right? If they'll carry the oil, it'll energize you to make sure the flame is burning. It's not just on the pew, and it's not just on the preacher. If we're gonna have a fresh anointing in this hour, it's gonna take everybody. It's gonna take everybody. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you can carry oil. Find somebody else and tell them you can carry oil. You can carry oil. You can carry it. Man, I feel something right. You you can can carry oil. Sometimes you got to carry oil while hell's trying to knock you down the whole time. And you just keep carrying your oil. You know, if I don't get the oil there, if I don't. What about if the enemy attacks you? He wants to attack you because if you get your oil to the church, if you get the oil, I'm gonna tell you what'll happen. We'll stop living afraid and we'll stop living like we don't know who we are and we'll stop worshiping like it's a game. Come on, this is not a game. And these are not mechanics. We're carrying oil that the flame may burn, that people might know that God, God is real. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven all over this building. I want you to begin to pray like you're carrying oil. I want you to begin to pray like you're carrying oil. Carry the oil. But the white, they bring thee the oil. They bring thee the oil. That's what he said. They bring thee the oil. Aaron, you and your boys know what to do with it. I promise you, I know what to do with a testimony. Brother Gibbs, I will preach the fire off of a testimony. I will wrap my fist around hell's head with a testimony. Because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the Word. 
and those testimonies are royal for the modern church and I know that it is representation of the Spirit of God but the way that you make him new and fresh is to magnify what he has done. This one ain't my grandma's. This is one my assistant bought at the store today. Thank God for an assistant. Cheap. It don't, it don't look near as ornate, but it looks close. And the dangerous thing is, this one is soaked in oil and kerosene. It's soaked and the whole mechanism behind this is that the wick is not actually burning. It's the kerosene that's burning. The danger is this one will burn with no oil. And the curiosity is that it actually burns brighter with no oil than it does with oil. The problem is it's a shooting star that doesn't last very long. It'll preach a little bit. It'll, it'll look good for a little bit. I'll tell you what this is. This is thinking that we can sing the right song and make him. They're not doing anything. Go ahead and hit you a little E minor and they'll, and they'll get, whoa, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll light it up just a little bit. And it got no oil in it. It doesn't matter. We'll fake them. You ain't faking God. We're not faking the enemy either. Can I tell you, we're not faking two people. We're not faking God, but we're not faking the devil. The devil knows whether there's oil in the church and there better be oil in the apostolic. Forgive me if you need to. Is that mic on me right now? Let me preach to that mic right now. Because you don't know what it did for me today, Matt Denny. Been sick for weeks. Been in the hospital with an infection. You don't know what it did for me when you text your pastor today and told me you were praying for me and you were weary that you're so sick you couldn't be here tonight. I want you to know what that text did for me. It's like you walked oil and put it in my hands. Mike Jordan, I know you text me. You're watching right now. I know you are. Text me earlier. Works around this church all the time. Been so sick with vertigo today. You couldn't get to the house of God, but been in prayer for this service. It's like you walked oil into my... I want to speak to everybody in the house who maybe has a pastor here or maybe your pastor's at home somewhere. You hear me right now. The priest of your life cannot do it unless you carry oil. Yeah, I got to pray. Yeah, I got to fast. I got to seek God. I got to study the scripture. I got to do it. Brother Gallion, what a difference it makes. What a difference it makes when some sweet little elder comes in with a prayer full of oil. Yesterday in this same tabernacle, I laid to rest. I, I preached the funeral of a woman who'd been a faithful saint for 69 years. You know what she did week after week for 69 years? Come on, when her strength went and her body went, she just carried, she just carried oil in the house. She just, woo. Baby, you didn't know it, but you got a big job, saint of God. Preachers that are here, you, you, you got a big job. 
We're not trying to preach to impress. We're trying to keep the flame so that in a dark world, there's a light. There's a light. There's a light. I don't expect when they show up here and we hear it all the time. All the time people show up and say, I've never been anywhere. I don't know what they do. I don't know why you people just shout and jump and dance. Come on, Calvary Tab. How many, you know how many addicts call this place home now? Lives were strung out. But when they showed up, it was like an oil fest in this place. ERA City set on a hill. Men don't light a candle to put it under a bushel. No, 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 no. We are here on purpose. Let the world see. Let the world know. Let the world recognize that same spirit. That same spirit that fell like as a fire on the day of Pentecost. It's in this field. And it's the will of God that it be in your church. It's the will of God that it be in your ministry. It's the will of God that it be in your home. I want you to throw your hands towards heaven. Get ready, I'm done, I'm done. You can't afford a power outage in the spirit. We can't afford to cash out on prayer while we overindulge on media. Come on, I want you to lift your hands towards heaven. I want you to open up your spirit right now like you're pulling olives off the tree to get into the press. I gotta produce some oil. I gotta produce the oil. And then I gotta trust the transition to the mannequin. 